listening to the Broadcast Basement On Demand Radio Network. It's the podcast in the Broadcast Basement. Broadcastbasement.com. The EP Podcast. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found and always at the EPPodcast.com. And belly up to the nine-foot homemade oak bar. Pour yourself a cold one. My name is Chris. That's Hannah. This Hi. is the EP Podcast. 30 minutes of good for Evergreen Park. And it's all brought to you by the First National Bank of Evergreen Park. Statement saving special right now over there at 95th and Pulaski in that iconic building, 4%. Put your money in the savings account. Get a CD and get for 11 months, 4.2%. For 17 months, 425 that's great. That's insane. Okay. That's great. Put your money there. Right. <laughs> Do it. Plus, remember with the total access checking account, you get free ATMs nationwide. You get a $300 bonus with qualifying activities when you open this up. Uh, they have the student savings account, the student checking account. I have it with all the kids. I keep track of everything they do. Uh, they've got brand new apps, brand new website. Everything over there is so modern, and they're a local bank right here in Evergreen Park that supports the community. I don't know what else you could look for. There's uh, you, not much left to look for. I can use an ATM. I'm going on a trip to Florida. I can use an ATM down in Florida, and if there's a fee, they just put the money back in for me. So every ATM is free. That's awesome. It's nuts. Look, check it all out at bankevergreenpark.com or stop in and see them in that big iconic building right there on the corner of 95th and Pulaski. Evergreen Park is the uh, the big loser this weekend. Did I you see that? I am so surprised. So if you're not in on this, one of the other podcasts on the broadcast basement on-demand radio network is Southside Pod. It's the answer to every village town, little city on the South side neighborhood that said, can you do an EP podcast for us? Right. Can you do an EP podcast for blue Island? Can you do an EP podcast for Lamont? Can you do an EP podcast for Palos? And I was like, no, cause I, I don't live there. Right. That doesn't make any sense. Right. Southside Podno covers all those areas. Very similar to what the EP podcast does for Evergreen Park. It's just a bigger listening area and they're doing the battle of the South side. And in round one, this is crazy. Elsip beats Evergreen Park. That surprised me. It was close. It that was like fifty-two percent to forty-eight. Like I, most of their votes came in on Facebook because we could see like on Instagram, like Evergreen Park went nuts with the voting, right? Right. On Twitter, Evergreen Park went nuts on the voting, but on Facebook, we had a Google form where you had to enter an email address, so it was one vote per email address, and Elsip went nuts on the Facebook. Wow. And just buried Evergreen Park. Crazy. It was, it was crazy. Facebook so, for the win. Listen, we're going to do that again. That's fun. You know, and, and and the thing is, it was like an off-the-cuff thing. Like, while we were on Southside Pod, we were sitting around, we were, after a day at Porter Cullen's on, on the 17th of March for St. Patrick's Day, <laughs> we, were all, we all got together over here at the Nine Foot Homemade Oak Bar on Friday night, and we were drinking and we were recording some stuff for the show. And one of the guys was like, what if we did like a March Madness tournament with all the different suburbs and, and neighborhoods around us, right? And we we just kind of did it off the cuff. And then I have a brand new social media person who's like running all kinds of cool stuff for all the podcasts. She's from Evergreen Park. Okay. Actually was from the Madrigal Choir at Evergreen Park High School. Did she sing in the basement? Her senior year, she sang in this basement that the first so cool. year of our existence. Full circle. And she li- doesn't even live in Evergreen anymore. She's out in like Missouri. 
and I got her through like a mutual friend who said, oh, I'm using this girl who used to be from Evergreen. She does social media stuff. And I hired her about a month or two ago and she took the ball and ran with that. She's been doing amazing. I've been following all your social channels. It's, it's nuts. Great. Yeah. I can't do that stuff. You I'm need some, a- but people don't realize how much work a good social media campaign takes. It takes talent. It's not just posting stuff. There's a lot of strategy involved. Right, so. and I'm a 45-year-old man. You don't want to learn it. I'm not a 22-year-old girl. You don't want to learn it. No, I, I, don't, I don't have any interest in the social media stuff. She said the greatest thing ever when I was, when I was talking to her, when I wasn't sure if I was going to hire her. She said she knew exactly what to say to a middle-aged man over here at this end of the bar. Like, we're doing, like, a Zoom call because, again, she's not here. And she's looking at, looking at me through the screen, and she goes, I think social media is ruining our generation, and all I want to do is break the algorithm to make you more money. I was like, you're hired. Wow. <laughs> I, like, I was like, she knew exactly who her wow. target audience was when she was trying to get the job. Yeah. Okay, and I hired an Evergreen Park person. I think that's the best thing. She's a entrepreneur starting her first business coming out of college and going into this field. And I was like, I've got this podcast network jump in. So excellent job so far. So she takes the ball. She runs with the thing. It's everywhere. It's, it's all over social media. And, and, and I decided I want to do this with the EP podcast. So I am already developing a tournament. I don't know if it's going to be 16 seeds with some play-ins or if I can get it all the way to a 32 seed tournament. But at some point this summer, the Battle of Evergreen Park is coming. Ooh. Okay. Another what are we part, battling over? Another part of the EP podcast revival. It's going to be restaurants and bars. Ooh. You know, places that you eat. And drink. And drink in Evergreen Park head to head for the Battle of Evergreen Park. I love it. Okay. That's what it's going to be. I love so it. I was coming up with them and it's very easy to come up with 16 seeds. Like I, I came up with 16 seeds. I'm like, I need more. I need more seats. Like I was, I was running through them. I'll just give you like, I'll give you the ones that were up at the top of my list. I like right away. I was like, I don't even know where they're going to fall, but I'm like in the top, in the top, like six, maybe I was like, Rosangela's has got to be in there. Oh yeah. That's maybe the favorite. Yeah. Okay. Right. Just Their because sauce is so good. Well, everybody loves them outside of Evergreen too. Every time I meet somebody from Evergreen, they're always like, oh, I go eat pizza there all the time and bring it to Palos. And I'm like, really? Like, it's crazy how, yeah. how popular they are. Baracos is like an institution. That's the original one that's in there. Okay. Chai Tung, people come from everywhere for. Yes. Right? And they're sitting right in the middle of the town. Okay. Porter Cullens, I just mentioned them. They're they're going to be in that thing. You got Tavern in the Green. Mm-hmm. You got TTs. You got so many different places. That's just scratching the surface. I got 16 places right away. I even threw cravings in with the ice cream. The ice cream is good. Right? And I probably have to throw in overweights. <laughs> like, that's the thing I can't figure out. Do I throw in chains? You know, do yeah. I throw in chains? I you mean, Woos is a chain. Huh? Woos is a chain. Well, I, and that's the thing. Like, I was like, well, how big of a chain would I throw into? Like, if you've yeah. got five locations, are you a chain? Yeah. There's so many good taco places, too. Just at Evergreen. There's a there's a bunch of places. So seriously, I mean, like, I, I had Wojo's in there. I almost forgot about them because where they're Dude, at on the map. Dude, Wojo's. But they're, they're sitting over there. So, like, I mean, there's so many of them. If you have a suggestion, by all means, get it in. I'm curious. But we'll end up seeding them out. It'll be part of our whole eating evergreen park thing that we're doing here in the back half of the spring and, and into the summer. That's part of the EP podcast revival. And we're going to do this battle. That's going to be a blast. So, I mean, I, I, I'm so excited about the way that people got into it. I'm yeah. like, oh, we're doing this for the EP podcast too now. So I just wanted to tell you that. I am disappointed in you, though, Evergreen Park. You got beat by Elsip. The land of trailer parks <laughs> beat you. They've got a trailer park there that's the new section and the old section. You got beat by that. That's embarrassing. They're all on Facebook. Do better next time. Do Do better. better.
All right, this guy sitting down here at the 9-Foot Homemade Oak Bar has been on this show, we, we figure, about 25 times, and this is the first time he's been at the bar. Uh, he has been the head football coach over at Evergreen Park High School for seven years. Jerry Verdi is sitting down here. We heard him every Friday on the EP podcast for the last three seasons come on and talk about what his guys were doing, how they were preparing for the next week, what happened the week beforehand. He was always been really honest with us, and it's been fun to follow the team while talking to you, Coach, and I'm happy to have you down here. Well, I, I appreciate being here, and it's, it's believe me, it's been it's been fun for me, too, uh, over the last uh, over the last three years having these conversations. Um, it's always nice being able to put, put games in perspective and to talk about them, and, I, and I've really enjoyed that over the last three years with you. Yeah, well, I want to have you over, though, because you're not, you're not the head coach anymore. But you're, you're going to be staying on yes. with Evergreen. I thought it was such an interesting story. Uh, you know, Coach Ram, who's taken over, was on the last episode. If anybody missed that, go back and check it out on demand anywhere podcast can be found and always at the EPPodcast.com. But he was like, let him talk about everything because he deserves it. He He's done so much. He's won a state championship. Uh, I know that, that, that Coach worked with you at Crete Monee at some point. Uh, did you have anything to do with him walking in the door? Because it, you guys had worked previously with each other and you're going to be working together a little bit here. Well, we were we were kind of sh- uh, like ships passing in the night in, in, in 2012. Um, that was my last year at Crete where we did, uh, where we did win the state championship, went 14-0. and And uh, he ended up coming on and he helped us out with, with a variety of uh, different things. And then, you know, for the next season, that's when I had uh, taken off and, and, and gone to Marion. So, you know, I, I'd gotten to know him just a little bit. The program has a really good leader, I, I do believe, at this point. He's, he's coached with uh, Adam Lewandowski, you know, at Andrew, who's just a top-notch coach. He's, he's coached with John Konecki, you know. So he's, he's coached with, with, with a lot of guys that, that, have, that have, given, have been able to give him um, a, a real taste on probably what 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 he's going to bring to the table, and and if, and if he's and if he borrows from those guys, he's going to do he's going to do very well. Jerry Verdi is brought to you proudly by the law offices of Parente and Norm. If you've been injured at work, then you need a team to do what it takes to fight for your rights. That company's insurance company only cares about one thing, the bottom line. At the law offices of Parente and Norum, their team has the experience, dedication, and proven results it takes to get you the care and compensation you deserve. At the law offices of Parente and Norum, they have recovered nearly a half billion dollars so far for injured clients and their loved ones. For a free case evaluation, EP Podcast listeners, call or text them today at 312-641-5926 or visit pninjurylaw.com. Well, the question everybody's going to want to hear or answer it is, is why? Why it seemed like you were so positive over the last couple of years and you would come on with a rah-rah attitude. And when we, when we last talked after uh, the, the ending in the, in the postseason, I would have never guessed that you were not coming back for the next year. Well, you know, I had tried to commit to, to, to doing one more as head coach and some family situations have come up that is just not going to allow me to, to fulfill that. Um, I've loved being a head coach 16 years in a row, being a head coach, you know, I, the, the guys I've gotten to coach with the, the players I've gotten to coach. I mean, it, it really does. It, it means the world to me, but the commitment level that's necessary to be successful was something that I could not give. 
uh, at this point as far as not so much the, you know, the 3.30 to, you know, 6 o'clock, whatever the practice time is, but everything outside of it. And, and to not give the same effort that I would have given 14 years ago, seven years ago, whatever, you know, fill in the blank, wouldn't be fair to the players that are there right now. I'm excited. I'm still going to be, you know, in, involved and, and in the program, but I'm 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 okay, and I'm I'm finally okay with 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 not having to be the one that's in charge, and and that's and 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 to be able to pass that torch uh, over over to Jim is is yeah, it feels good, you know, and and I, and I, I'm happy for him, I'm excited for him, and I'm excited for myself at the same time. <laughs> you you know, know what? I'm going to tell you, it's commendable that when you recognize that, because first, family always comes first. It, 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 it sounds like it comes first to you. It comes first to me. I, I was a morning radio host, but there was a point in my life where I realized there were things that were more important. I was engaged. I had plans. And I knew that I wasn't going to be able to put 100% into the shows anymore. And why do something halfway? Because it wasn't going to succeed and it was going to be a detriment to everybody around me. And when I was a 911 dispatcher and, and supervisor with Cook County, there was there was stuff that needed to be taken care of here. And there was also some health issues for me at the time. And I needed to focus on what's important, right? You don't work your, yourself into the ground. And if you're doing this job, but it's harming your family or you can't be there for them as a, you know, dad, husband, whatever, then, you know, you, you need to walk away. And I did that. I, I sat there and said the right thing to do is to go find something else. And now, yeah, now I do a podcast. In my basement. <laughs> so, you know, you never know what's around the corner. You, you know, though, what's around the corner a little bit for you because you're still going to stick around and work with the young kids, which I remember being something that you I could hear on the phone when you would do that, when you would do the thing with me every week. You seem to light up even in your interviews when you talked about the young kids and the teaching young kids at that level before they get to the varsity level. Yeah, you know, there's a there's always been a, um, a my philosophy with uh, when you're talking about freshman or 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 sophomore football or a combined fresh soft uh, football situation is you know you need to you need the three F's. You got to have fun. You got to have the fundamentals and you got to try to at least be 500 because that, <laughs> that, that keeps the kids excited. But, um, you know, you got to keep it fun and, and being able to teach the fundamentals. And, and you know, I've been I, I had been at it as a head coach for for so long. And, and obviously I still coach. You know, I was able to coach the fundamentals, you know, uh, for the varsity team. But. You know, so much goes into the management and the moving of, you know, and the strategy and, the, you know, and the practice flow and, uh, you know, taking attendance, who's here, who's not here and eligibility issues and things like that, that, you know, it really is going to be nice for me to be able to go out onto a football field and just coach kids, you know this is how we're going to tackle. This is how we're going to block. This is how we're going to do this, you know, and, uh, and implement, uh, Jim's, uh, system as, as it comes in and as we learn it, you know, his X's and O's and, and, uh, what, what he wants to accomplish, uh, uh you know, on the field. What, what was it like talking to your team? Did you get to talk to them all at once about this? Did you have to reach out? Are you on this podcast right now communicating to some of them at the, for the first time? Like, like what, uh, what was that like? I, I actually I had a, a a couple of different conversations just because of the way things worked out. Uh, there was actually a a track meet where some of the the kid the uh, the the young men had to leave early, 
and I was able to pull those guys uh, aside, and and it was a group of about nine of them, and I I had to tell them I that I I did the best I could to 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 try to fulfill um, you know being their head coach all the way through their high school career, but I I, I was honest with them and I said it, it's it's not going to happen, and I, but I said that being said. I'm not going anywhere. You know, I will help you with recruitment. I will help you still develop as a player. I, I'll be here to talk to, you know, whatever you need. You know, I'm, I'm still around. It's not, this isn't what, it wasn't a situation where I had to walk into a room and say, you know, hey, this is the end of the road. Goodbye. Here's an email address. I'm on, way, I'm on my way to this other you school. Know. Take yeah. it easy. Right. No, yeah. <laughs> not at all. Um, you know, uh, they know that I'm going to be in the building. I, I really enjoy teaching at, at Evergreen Park High School. It's, it's a great, it, it really is a wonderful place uh, to teach. Wonderful. You know, I, I got some great colleagues uh, that I work with and, and that's a situation that I, I, uh, I, I would not leave uh, for sure. Um, but you know, it is going to be a new experience for me, uh, you know, coaching uh, fresh soft and and uh, whatever help, you know, Jim needs or any of the varsity guys need. I'll, I'll be there as a resource when asked. When you look back at the 16 years as a head coach on the south side and the seven years with Evergreen Park, what stands out the most to you? Is there... I mean, I'm I'm sure you're going to say state title, and of course you should talk about that because I think that's really cool that you want a state title. But uh, you know, but like, what sticks out to you? What do you you know like? Do you, what makes you smile? What memory do you sit there and you say, "Yeah, that was that was great." I I think I, one of the things I'm most proud of, I think, was 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 turning a corner. Uh, you know, in in our seven years um, uh, at EP, and I say we because. You know, as a head coach, it, it was never just me. You know, I, I always had, I've had some wonderful, wonderful assistant coaches, uh, Jason Fendukian, uh, Darian Yarbrough, uh, Dave Pierce, uh, Howie Ross, you know, uh, Jordy Lux. Just, I'm just talking about varsity guys that have been with me for the last couple of years, you know, at EP. And it was never a situation where it was it was all just coming from me. It was it was always a, a collective type type of uh of, of work ethic that we had and, and there was always dialogue going on and, and it was never just it, very rarely in, in, a, in 16 years did I ever just give an edict from the top and said, this is what we're doing 100% and there's no way around it. Um, you know, there are, there are, there, there were a couple times when you have to do something like that, but for the most time, it, it, coaching is collective and, and, and a head coach is only as good as their, as, as the guys he's got working with them. And I've been so blessed to, to have that, but to, to more directly answer your question, what I'm probably most proud about with, over the seven years, uh, you know, at, at EP uh, as the head coach is we did turn the corner. We turned the corner from, you know, understanding that just being there isn't enough you have to earn it it's 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 the work that you put in you know it's it's you know i i know in the last three years we've talked about how important each week is and, and the way the way a week goes and and you know from the game planning phase to the to the implementing of the game plan and then uh, the execution of the game plan you know but in there also is that player work and it's it's that player conditioning 
And if that and it, like we talked about fundamentals, it's making sure that if, if we've if we've lacked in fundamentals, that that we're fixing those things. And 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 we really did turn the corner on that. It, you know, it took us a couple of years to to get the mindset right, but um, I I really do believe that the team that 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 that, that Jim's going to be coaching next year, they're going to understand what it takes to win. They're going to understand the the work that you're going to have to put in to win, and they're going to understand that that how much work you have to put in in order to beat some of those better teams. And, uh, you know, that's probably what I'm most proud of. Uh, one particular moment that that will always be in my mind is, is second round play uh, 2018. Um, we hosted uh, Elmwood Park uh, in the playoffs for the second round. And uh, they were, they were a very good team. They had gone eight and one and they had, uh, I think they had put a running clock on their first uh, opponent and uh, it, we, it was a night game. It was a Saturday night, and uh, we, we we won that game to get into the quarterfinals. We ended up actually putting a running clock on uh, on them, cause, uh, and, and things kind of snowballed that game. It was a great crowd, great great atmosphere, and 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 making the quarters that year was 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 great. Uh, I mean, that's that's probably one of the, the one moment that really stands out was how good it felt for everything to come together for us that night. Uh, in 2018 and, and to get to the to get to the quarterfinals. Jerry Verdi has been nice enough over the last couple of years to come on the EP podcast and talk with us. And I'm glad we finally got you down here to the nine foot homemade Oak bar. I'm glad to hear that you're still going to be involved with the school and training up the young kids, probably a lot on fundamentals when they finally get to coach Ram uh, there, you'll, you'll have them like preaching your fundamental philosophy back to him, which I, that's what I would imagine. And uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I wish you all the best. It's a shame that you're not doing it anymore, but you're doing it for the right reasons and you're still going to be around and you're welcome back anytime. I appreciate it, Chris. It's been great. Building relationships supporting the community, and service. These are the things that Country Financial stands for. They're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through Evergreen Park. They're neighbors who lend a helping hand and support the fabric of your community, including charitable organizations, sports, financial education, and civic organizations. And since Country is already your neighbor, they want to get together and chat. Call your local Country Financial representative, Mike Thauer, today at 708-425-1559 to talk about the things that are important to you and how he can help you protect them. It is now time for your EP podcast, Word on the Street, brought to you by Cool Clouds Vapor Shop. Quitting smoking is hard, and Cool Clouds wants to give you an alternative full taster bar, great CBD products, right next to the very soon to open Spoke and Vine Northeast corner of 95th and Kedzie. I've heard it's opening, hopefully, in the next couple of weeks. Cool Clouds already there. They've been in Evergreen Park now for years. You can learn more about what they have at CoolCloudsVapor.com. The Village of Evergreen Park is having a textile recycling event on April the 15th, along with the Environmental Recycling Commission. That's a Saturday from 10 a.m. until 1 p.m. at Yukich Field. The drive will accept clothes, shoes, accessories, and household textiles 
in reusable condition. The Village of Evergreen Park's Police Department is also holding two T-level clinics with the Kids Golf Foundation this summer. 20 kids likely split evenly between boys and girls, ages 8 to 13. It is free of charge, but only to residents, and your EP resident child can only attend once. Go to evergreenpark-ill.com to learn more and register. Our next guest has all kinds of stuff going on over at the EP Library. Frank Murray is brought to you by SidSauce.net, local company growing peppers right here in Evergreen Park, making all kinds of delicious hot sauces. The only place I use for my hot sauce, I have to get a refill very soon. I'm going to get a case because they have so many different kinds. They deliver to your door. See everything they have to offer at SidSauce.net. Frank Murray from the Evergreen Park Library down at the nine foot homemade oak bar. Have you heard we're going to start doing live shows on the EP podcast? I did see something yeah, like that. We're going to yes. start doing that 420. 420. I know it's a big pot smoking day. Right, I was going like, to say I, it's not another date. I never there. celebrated that. Like I'd be on, I'd be at the University of Illinois walking through the quad and all of a sudden like there'd be that day where I'd walk in the middle of the, into the middle of the quad and there'd be like a big giant cloud of smoke and a bunch <laughs> of hippies out there and I'd be like every, you know, everybody's, everybody's wearing stuff made out of hemp and, and, and I'm like what the heck is going on? It's 420. So you know, who knows? Maybe a live program that evening draws a crowd for that crowd. They're probably looking for something at that time. They want to get some munchies. They want to wa- they want to watch a podcast. I think we're going to be doing video with that. Mm-hmm. Okay, or listen to it. It should be a lot of fun. That's you going awesome. to come on the live show? If you want me to, sure. Right. I'll All be right. there. We'll get you on one of the live shows. Yeah. All right. But before that happens, there's exciting things at the library. Tons of exciting things, Chris. You know. That's why you <laughs> had me on the show, right? Hey, I, you know what? I've gone back and looked. Two out of the last three times you've been here... Uh, you've murdered butterflies, or at least implied that you're murdering them. Yeah, the squishy, you know the that. squishy butterflies was a big hit. Oh, yeah, I'm sure it, it was, was a big hit for everybody except for the butterflies. Right, yeah. and uh, they all joy. They all have fun time. Yeah, it was a good time. Uh, but yeah, this uh, to lead off, we've got uh, the Evergreen Park uh, Public Library Foundation fundraiser. Oh, that sounds we're, exciting. Yeah, we're teaming up with Culver's on April 24th. Uh, you can show the ad in the newspaper or mention just the EP Library Fundraiser and a percentage of the proceeds go towards the uh, Library Foundation. Okay, great, so this isn't like a party, an event, you're just doing a fundraiser right yeah, now. Yeah, just eat at Culver's and a portion of your proceeds goes to the, uh, That's to great. the Library Foundation. You're using, you're using my interview to, to pump up going and eating uh, butter burgers. Yeah. That was sure. what you're leading off with. Sure. Frank Murray's brought to you by Culver's today. All right. And the Library okay. Foundation. And the Library and the Foundation. Library Foundation. All right. Yeah. That's those are my two sponsors. Yeah. <laughs> what else you got? What else do we got? Yeah. We got we got a bunch of fun going on, Chris. I, I've got a whole slew of kid activities that I'm gonna mention here in a minute, but it kind of we're on the at least in my head, we're on a, a different theme. And that's Earth Day celebration. That's gonna be Saturday, April 22nd, all day long, we have a variety of different activities. we got a plant swap. We've got a DIY uh, craft for kids. There's going to be a teen clothing swap where they can trade out clothes, keep them, keep them going, but not put them in a, in a landfill. We're going to have music. And there's a wonderful presentation, Lasting Legacies of Women Who Love Nature. And that's going to be presented by EP resident Mary Maritello. And that is all inspired by Helen Cooperson. She um, passed away a, a year and a half ago, and Helen was very involved with the Library Foundation. It was also a heavy player in the Chamber of Commerce. Helen, Helen was awesome. I remember Helen. Okay, Helen, Helen was like one of my original listeners. 
She learned how to listen to podcasts just so she could listen to the EP podcast. That's awesome. Yeah, she was an awesome person. So I think that's really cool. And that uh, you're still, it's still something that's inspired by her that you're doing. All exactly. It's, it's in, in celebration of her and her day. She was a big uh, um, conservationist. So we combined the two uh, to honor her in that way. And also, I think you'll also like this about Helen. We're having a raffle basket. And, beside, you know, we worked in kind of two themes. One is the is the easy one with Earth Day. There'll be like gardening tools right. and, and some some cool gardening stuff in there. Um, but also, we got uh, some White Sox tickets. Inside they, the raffle inside basket. Inside the raffle basket. Inside the raffle she basket. She was a big White Sox fan. There'll be White Sox tickets. Be is, White this Sox white, is, this, is this basket biodegradable? Actually, the basket is going to be a big clay pot that you can pl- uh, okay. p- plant a pot. Because when in. you say raffle basket, I immediately think, oh, it'll have like a bunch of plastic wrapped around it. And I'm like, that's not very Earth Day. So your basket is even Earth Day themed. It's, it's Earth Day themed. All it's right, the good. actual basket. Good. And so we I was got hoping the, to trip you up there. Yeah, no, I, was, yeah. I really was. I was waiting for you to tell me all about this basket for Earth Day, and it's wrapped in cellophane. It's wrapped that's in cellophane. What I, I, that's what I was expecting. Yeah, big clay pot for yeah. pot. You're plants. getting better, Frank. Well, you you, know, you, I think you but sure. I think you sit down now and you probably go to yourself. If I am, if I don't have this done exactly the way it should be done, Chris is going to question me right there on the show. That's exactly it. Okay. I don't want to get called out on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um, but in addition, so there's four White Sox tickets, and then also. Um, going back to the nature theme, uh, the Chicago uh, Botanic Garden has also donated um, a, f- a free full day pass for four people and a parking pass as well. And that's valued at $130. So uh, we're very excited for this basket. Tickets on sale uh, here over the weekend. Uh, folks can purchase them in person or online. Tickets are one for $5 or three for 10 So come on out, support the library, honor Helen. It'll be a great event. Go to a White Sox game. Go to a White Sox game. Exactly. Visit you the know, Chicago Botanic Garden. That parking's Garden. valuable now. Parking is really expensive at sporting events. I paid I paid like almost like $35, I think, the other night going to a Blackhawk game. I was like, for for parking? It's insane to me. Yeah. And the team, the, the team's guy, not worth the, the, the $30 parking. The guy with the fake vest on who's running <laughs> a scam where he's parking in a parking lot that he doesn't even have like the rights to is charging 25 That's how bad it's getting now. <laughs> That guy used to be five bucks, and right. you were just rolling the dice that you didn't get towed. Now he's twenty five and accepts credit cards. Okay, <laughs> business is booming. It's expanded. So we also have um, actor, author, uh, and entrepreneur uh, Danny Trejo will be. Danny a- Trejo's coming to the to the library. He's going to be appearing via Zoom. Oh, that's Chris. so lame. Why you can't get Danny Trejo to be in the library? If you can get Danny Trejo this, to be at the library, that'd be is, awesome. Well, I'm going to be honest with you though. Mm-hmm. This is the problem with what came out of the pandemic. Now this reliance on the Zoom mm-hmm. because you tell me Danny Trejo and I'm excited. Right. Right. I'm right. like Danny Trejo's coming to Evergreen Park. Now he gets away with being on a Zoom. I don't like that. Well, here's the deal. Chris. I think it's cheap. It, well, not on you, on Danny Trejo. Well, here's what I will say. To support Danny Trejo, my basement. this is brought to us by Illinois Libraries Present, which is a consortium of libraries that right. work together to bring these big name people in. Yeah. Without without this, we can't afford to bring him in. Like He's got an asking price that's pretty steep, along with some other authors. Does he? How much do you think a Danny Trejo all, charges to bring talk to a library? Oh, I mean... Typical, like a yeah. typical, I don't yeah, know what Danny's ordered. charging, but yeah. a typical author, they're charging at least four grand. Really? Yeah. An author? For an appearance, yeah. Wow. Yeah. I got to start writing books. But then you got some How really nice How much do you nice think folks. a podcast could get? Oh, man, for you? Yeah. Uh, probably what around like me? $20. Yeah. <laughs> Sold. <laughs> and a burger. Give yeah, me a, a burger, burger and a burger. Yeah. <laughs> 
Twenty dollars in a burger. There we go. From your sponsor. Give me that. I love it. All right. But Danny, yeah, he will be on Zoom. Uh, and that's going to be Tuesday, April 4th uh, at 7 p.m. All right. We got all sorts of fun uh, kid activities that are coming up. Um, and a couple family events, too, that I'd like to give a quick shout out to. We have a Disney Family Trivia Night coming up on Wednesday, April 19th at 6.30 p.m. Teams can be anywhere from two to six people on a team. Uh, and you got to have at least one child age 13 or younger and at least one adult. Uh, so get ready with your Disney trivia. And I think you out. have to have that. It, it even the win, right? Mm-hmm. Like you got to have you got to have a kid that's watched some of the recent stuff. Sure. Because I haven't. Yeah. And then you got to have an adult. It's all about the strategic right. perspective. You yeah. have to have an adult that can do any kind of movie that came out from like in, in the last in the last century. Right. Because those kids they don't watch those that often. Like even with this Disney Plus, if I throw on one of the older ones, my kid looks at me and goes, "What is this?" I'm like it's 101 Dalmatians. Ah. Uh, <laughs> Look at the animation on this. Who drew this? A five-year-old? Like they're, they're, they're these kids. They That's have, pretty harsh. They have higher yeah, standards. They do. They have much higher standards. Uh, we also have a bilingual family music night with Renee Nanzer. She's from the Old Town School of Folk Music, and she's going to be introducing new songs and enjoying some old favorites in Spanish and English. And that is Saturday, April 29th. Tiny Art Show. We have, this is going to be between April 15th and May May 5th. Come in, pick up your tiny canvas while supplies last. How tiny is the tiny canvas? Tiny canvas, I believe it's four by six or five by eight. Okay. Tiny canvas. One of those Tiny art show. Tiny art show. Right. So you can take it home, paint your your canvas, paint your your picture at home, and return it by 5 p.m. 5 p.m. on Friday, May 5th. Is this art contest for tiny people or for adults as well? This is this is for the kiddos. Okay. Yeah. Tiny people, tiny art fest. Yeah. This right. for the for the kids. And how, how how old can the kid be? Artwork is going to be on display through May twenty first. Sorry, and we're going to host an art reception on Sunday, May seventh, from one to three p.m. Uh, the kids' age range. Great question, Chris. Uh, I believe it's anywhere from uh, grades fifth and under. Fifth and under. Yep. Okay. And then. Uh, Another uh, family event we have. So I don't know about you, Chris. Sometimes you deal with some family stress, right? There's uh, different things going on where you might get a little crazy. I have two and teenagers and a seven-year-old. Yeah, there's yes. family stress. There's some family well, stress. There's a little bit of it, yeah, from time to time. Well, then... My wife started working from home when the pandemic started. Uh-huh. And for some reason, still is working from home. <laughs> Riddle me that one, Batman. <laughs> yeah, there's some family stress. There's like When I started stress. my own company in my house, I thought I'd be alone. I'm not... Well, hey, this is what we're doing. We're partnering with, uh, this is through District 124, a community grant that they received, and we're partnering with the Center for Self-Actualization. And uh, one of their clinicians, Sarah Johnson, is going to be presenting on family stressor solutions. Right. She's absolutely amazing, but she's going to go over the highs and lows of family stress and how to apply some practical solutions to navigate or eliminate those stressor points. Bourbon is what I use. Bourbon? Yeah. Yeah. It's the EP Podcast, all things Evergreen Park. It's the EP Podcast, Evergreen Park.